0: Hi, everybody. Welcome to another podcast episode by Sobhari. Today, I'm very excited to bring episode 24 because it's going to give us a great and a better perspective and belief about time. A lot of us struggle with the concept of time because we have wrong beliefs about what time really is. We all do this. okay? We all never think we have enough time. We get stressed out. We don't have any energy. We all have anxiety. We all love when our plans get canceled because we believe that gives us more time. Now, I'm here to talk about how we can have this better perspective of time, which is actually going to give us more time, which is going to give us more energy, which is going to help us fulfill the will that God has for us. And everything really comes down to one thing. And I'm going to talk about what that one thing is as we get into it and for those of you that have been listening, you kind of already know what it is. But how this details and how this constructs itself within specific situations is very interesting. Like this one, like time. So what we got to do is we got to break down the general concept into a specific root and find out what it is that's hindering us from fulfilling the will that God has for us. And this happens all the time. But, but what it really is is a belief okay, what are we believing? What are we believing about ourselves? What are we believing about this universe? What are we believing about God? Do we see him as a good father? or Are we seeing him as a hard religious tyrant? And this is difficult because we live in a world that suggests the latter and that couldn't be further from the truth. So it's important for us to hear things like this. It's important for us to read our Bibles and 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 listen to good people and have good conversations, meaningful conversations, have a willingness to be bold, have a willingness to be wrong. And all these things will give you this, this beautiful inspired gift of faith that will help all of us come together, connect, express ourselves, be seen, be heard, be felt. And we'll all have this beautiful light shining in what is a dark world, unfortunately, because the world generally sees Society as hard, society as, as as right and wrong, society as our people, as what they're worth according to their strengths and all this. And we live in it. So it can get difficult. Our thoughts can confuse us. That's why I have to talk about this podcast. And time is a big one. So if you're feeling stressed out, if you feel like you have anxiety, a lot of it superficially or subsurface, I should say, is the thought of time. I don't have enough time. Well, one of the things that is interesting is we all have the same amount of time, at least in a day. We all have 24 hours in a day. We all have the same amount of time in a year. We all have the same amount of time as a week and in a month. So there really is nobody out there that has more time than you or less time. It's really about how we perceive the matter. And this gets really important because we live in four dimensions. All right. The first Two dimensions would be like a square. The third dimension is a cube. It gives us that 360 degrees. And the fourth dimension is defined by time. And what's interesting is God always, and Jesus is, is always showing us how to either expand time or collapse time, whatever we need, whether we need more time or we want time to slow down, God shows us how to do that. And the first thing that we need to understand is that, We don't need to please in order to receive. This is something that's very difficult because in this society outside of God, that's how you receive. You have to please in order to receive. And that is very difficult because it never, ever stops because the bar is always being set higher. Somebody out there is going to please more in order to receive more because that's their only way of of getting affirmation. And we have all fallen subject to this, okay? That's what, quote, unquote, would be called the rat race. And some people are super in it. Some people are just in it because they have to be, blah, 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 this and that. What I'm saying is this this belief system that I have to please in order to receive is what's killing us, especially when it comes to time. Because we feel like we have to give in order to get more time. And that is not the case. The case is simply this. What did Jesus do, right? What did Jesus do for me so that I can live better? And the key to that is what Jesus did in the gospel. So what Jesus did when he was talking to a religious person that was was mad at him for healing a man on a Sabbath. Now, the Sabbath was something where you just rested. Okay, you didn't do anything other than rest. And Jesus healed a man on that day, so he technically broke the law, a religious law that this this pharisee was holding too tight onto he was really missing the point of the of the law and Jesus confronts him blah, blah blah but the most important part about this story is Jesus says the Sabbath was made to serve man see this is where the perspective of a true believer really gets amazing god gave us things to serve us god gave us jesus to serve us that's really hard for us to understand There's a lot of false humility within religion that would suggest we are here to serve God. Now, that was true under the old covenant. And what this does is it puts us in a position of higher authority. And I know that's weird because we're all conditioned to think one way in this world. But I'm saying forget everything you know. Forget everything you know about the rat race. Forget everything you know about corporations and the public school system and even the private school system. Forget everything you know and just realize that God's kingdom is an upside down kingdom. So when we serve, we are actually the, the person in authority in God's kingdom. That's why Jesus washed Peter's feet. And Peter gave us the example of the two extremes. And God said, no, both those extremes are incorrect in this scenario. Let me serve you as I see fit in this moment. And what we need to understand Okay, so this is the overall arch, right? This is the overall compass of what's really going on here. Can we allow time to serve us? Because God created time to serve us. God created the Sabbath to serve us. Too many people, especially religious people, myself included, are trying to serve the Sabbath, are trying to serve time, are trying to serve the world, are trying to serve God. And what we really need to understand is God is here now to serve us. And he has proven that time and time again within the gospels and within Paul's letters. And, and if you read the old covenant with the key of Jesus, you'll see that as well. And it's really important for us to rest in these truths and these promises that God is here surprisingly to serve us. And that puts them in the higher position of authority. So when we try to serve God before he serves us, We're actually taking on his responsibility, and that causes chaos, and it causes less time, and it causes anxiety, and it causes all of these things, these frustrations, because we're not good at it. We're not good at being God, believe it or not. So let God be God, let Jesus be Jesus, and let you be you. Right, It's that simple. Let you be you. Let Jesus be Jesus. Let Jesus wash your feet. Let Jesus serve you. Let Jesus give you what you need in the moments that you need him. Let Jesus do what Jesus is really, really good at. And that was making the ultimate sacrifice to serve you. That's what he was doing at the cross. It was the ultimate sacrifice of service. And that's very amazing. And now, Because we know that Jesus first loved us, we can go on and love others. But we can't love others until we let God love us. And we cannot serve others until we let Jesus serve us first. It's that easy and it's that simple. I cannot give people resources, money or charity or wisdom if I do not receive it first. So I don't move until Jesus moves. I know that may sound contrary to what we know, but we live in an upside down kingdom as believers. And this upside down kingdom is always asking us to be patient. It's never telling us to go out and get it. I know that's surprising and and it's hard to understand, but we are not go out and get it believers. We are not go out and make things happen believers. There's a time and a place for everything, but the time and the place for that to happen is only after God has gifted us faith. Okay, and faith comes by hearing and hearing. We need to hear and hear things like this, things that release you from bondage, things that release us from condemnation, things that release us from lawlessness, and things that release us from total tyranny and, and religion and control. That way, okay, and those are the two examples that Peter showed us when Jesus was serving him, okay, that way we can move within the Holy Spirit. and. It, it, it goes on, on and on and on. I know I'm using the example of time right now, but I could use light. I could use healing. I could use forgiveness. I could use your skills and gifts. I could use a lot of things. Okay. This is the root of everything. It really is. So let me segment it. Let me show you what I mean. Okay. So the general idea here is time. What is time to us? Time often represents exchange. It represents how we make money. It represents what, where our priorities are, who we are, because when we're condensed down into, I have to do this within this amount of time, what am I going to choose? Time defines who we really are in the sense of our priorities. And that's very impactful. And it shows a lot of us, right? When your friends don't want to hang out with you because they'd rather be doing something else because of time, that shows you something. Now, Often, okay, our age group, um, people who we associate with are using their time to work so that they can spend money, okay, so there's that exchange, time equals money in our culture, in our society right now, and that's, there's a good thing for that, I'm not, I'm not saying that, I, I love, working is a great thing, working is amazing, but when it becomes too much we have less time for what things that we really want to do a lot of us are not doing what we really want to do with 40 hours of our week unfortunately so what can we do about that well let's break this down we can say well time is serving me i can't leave my job because i have a family i can't leave my job because i could maybe get a promotion i can't do this i can't do that but i don't really have a lot of time well give it to god Okay, put that demand, all this demand, and all this stress that you have of being a good parent, of being a good friend, of being a good son, daughter, of being, uh, of of looking good, of feeling good, all this pressure and demand of being this best version of you. Okay, all this jargon—that's all marketing. That's just trying to get you to buy their product. Okay, just—you want to know what's free? Jesus. Okay, so put all that demand crap on Jesus and say, Jesus, who am I really? Jesus, what? I, I want to I be this. How do I do this? What are, this is where my heart is. How do I do this? I, I don't feel very good. Or I feel empty. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Or or I have this huge project that I got to do, whether school-related or employment-related. Give it to God. Give it to Jesus. He's the one that serves us, okay? And you'll realize once you do this, it's difficult at first. But once you give this stuff to Jesus and just relax and let it all happen, it'll come back sevenfold okay it'll come back in a way that there's multiple blessings within it there's a blessing of there's a spiritual blessing there's an emotional blessing there's a physical blessing there's a mental blessing there's a material blessing there's uh all sorts of blessings okay so when we give it back to him he will return it to us in a very prosperous manner because he has to he is everything that is good he is solution he is positive he is constructive he is service, okay? He is everything that is the opposite of the world. And all we have to do is receive that. The very first thing of it all is to know that he's a good father and that he will do it. If there's good fathers on this earth, how much more is the creator of good fathers going to be a better father? It's that simple. And knowing that he gave us the thing that meant the most to him in order for us to receive the best of him allows us to know that time is here to serve us. You can sit and relax and rest in that. And what that really does, there's a lot of reverse psychology in an upside down kingdom. What it really does is it gives you the inspiration, which is faith. It gives you the confidence, which is faith. It gives you the belief. It gives you the assurance. It gives you the hope. It gives you the ability. It gives you the strength to do what it is that you actually want to do deep, deep, deep down. And tying cannot stop you because it's here for you time is here to help you all right that's what god created it on the on uh in, in genesis one he created time for a reason the sun the moon and the stars. these are all very beautiful things right so why why would time be against you it's not it's for you time is for you and once you understand that time is for you that time wants you to succeed time wants you to prosper time wants you to be healthy time wants you to be young and and wise at the same time Time is your best friend because Jesus is your best friend and because God, your your Abba, your daddy God is your heavenly father and you shall not lack anything. So once we understand that, oh, I only have one hour to do this or I only got four hours of sleep or I only got this and that, switch that mode, okay? There's people in the world that don't know who Jesus is and, and they're telling you all this BS, that only applies to non-believers. If you're a believer, you have to understand that non-believing stuff does not apply to you. You are not subject to only these four dimensions. There's higher dimensions out there, and Jesus, by the blood of Jesus, we are are able to go boldly into these higher dimensions. That is amazing stuff, and and I don't want to go too far into that because for my own personal reasons. <laughs> and and but what I'm saying is this. We are not subject to the world and all of their all their stats. That's just the truth, okay? Believers are subject to other things, what the Bible is, okay? So when you define yourself, define yourself at how the Bible does. All right, I'm just gonna give you a little example, okay? Because this has been on my mind lately. All right, when you read uh, the back of a painkiller bottle, it gives you faith. It gives you faith that you will be healed or that it will take away pain. And let's just say one of your buddies. That, oh, I did this. I took this painkiller, and it really helped me. Okay, what it's doing is it's igniting your placebo effect. So you can read the back of this label and, and and believe what your buddy said, and this will really help you. It really will. Or you could read the Bible, which is free, and and listen to what your buddy said about it too, and and really believe it. It really ignite your placebo effect. It's literally the same thing. Okay, the back of a painkiller and the inside of a Bible back of a painkiller label, I should say, and the inside of the Bible are doing the same thing, and your buddies are telling you the same thing, oh, this really worked, or this really worked, okay, so what, so you choose, okay, you choose, do I read more of the Bible, or do I read more of the back of these labels, it's up to you, okay, now, I'm not going to go too far into that, but there's, there's visualizations, right, there's TV ads, there's all this stuff, there's songs, there's all this stuff that's infiltrating your mind, telling you to buy something, and what I'm here to do is tell you that there's something here for free. Actually, it wasn't free. It was the ultimate price. It was the ultimate price. The ultimate price. Way more than $10.99 or whatever. Okay? The ultimate price. And so that is how important the Bible is. The inside of the Bible, not the back of the label. All right? I strongly encourage you to go to the inside of the Bible and the back of the label any day of the week. Now, there's many things that I can't get into it. I'm not saying get after medication at all. Never would I ever say that. But what I am saying is there is something here that was paid for big time, big, big time. And it's important for us to understand how important it is and how much it really does for us. The Bible is here to serve us. We think we are here to serve the Bible. We are here to read the Bible and do right and wrong. Right and wrong is for religious people. Life and death is for people that truly believe. Is this bringing life? Is this light? Is this what Jesus would do is, is this faith expressing itself in love. Right and wrong is for people that can't understand the higher dimensions, the infinite sacrifice that happened at the cross. That actually, you want to talk about time in God's mind, in God's actually not in God's mind, in God's view, Jesus just resurrected. Jesus just died and just resurrected. Your forgiveness of sins is that fresh. At every moment, every moment, it just happened. It literally just happened. Okay, talk about being outside of time and space. God sees us as fresh, fr- or freshly forgiven right now. Not stale, not old, not based off of right and wrong, based off of right now. And that's why we take communion because we know that Jesus did this for us. That's why we do it. We don't do it because uh, we feel like we have to. We do it because we want to, we're inspired to. Why are we inspired? Because time serves us. God is outside time and space. He can literally do whatever he wants Without within time and space, as we consent when we do, we're believers, right? Isaiah twenty-two twenty-two. No door can shut that I shut. No door can be shut that I open. So no man can do anything to God that God wants done for us. That frees us up big time. I encourage you to memorize Isaiah twenty-two twenty-two. It doesn't matter how old you are. Doesn't matter how many mistakes you've made. As long as you know that Jesus is going to keep the doors open that he wants open for you, and he's going to close the doors that he wants closed for you so that you can fulfill the will that he has for you, which is your heart's truest desires, then you will know time is only here to serve you. Once you ingrain them, my hearing and hearing, and we forget, I forget all the time. I forget all the time. Well, oh, I don't have enough time. Well, get, get anxiety. Okay? That's why we read the Bible. That's why we listen to good podcasts like this. That's why we listen to good sermons. Joseph Prince, great, great pastor. Guy, let's do all the time strongly encourage you to listen and there's many other people out there and what this does for us is it frees us up to do what it is that God wants for us and and it's not even what he wants for us it's what we want it's what we truly want we're all designed to have a purpose and to have a passion and and be creative and express within and connect this is all stuff that we want it's it's, it's what we want and God is here to serve us it's I mean, I can go on and on, you can go on and on. Okay. And maybe I will. Okay. So just one more thing. And then I'll close up. One more thing is this, all right. I was watching this movie, really good movie. Uh, I encourage you to watch it. Uh, I think it's bad guys. It's like an animated movie. And there's this wolf who climbs a tree and there's this little kitty, who's afraid of the wolf, blah, 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 blah. And the kitty jumps out of the tree and the wolf saves it, but the wolf returns it back to the tree because the kitty jumped out of the tree trying to escape the wolf, but he returns it back into the tree and then still holds out his hands, like, come to me. That's what God's doing to us. Okay, a lot of times we try to jump out of trees because we're scared of God, because we see him as a hardened man, and then he'll catch us. And instead of taking us there in that moment, he returns us back to the tree where we first started to say, here, come to me. I could have kept you in that moment. Okay, but instead, I'd rather have your free will, your choice. And so the kitty obviously comes to the wolf and, you know, whatever. Movie goes on. They have a great relationship. But that's us. okay? we're all stuck in a tree. We're all scared. What we think is this wolf, this big, scary wolf, comes up, tries to save us. And we try to jump out because we're afraid, just like Jonah jumping out of the boat. And he returns us. He returns us back because that's not what he wants. He doesn't want us to be in the sense that, you know, Oh, well, I jumped, and he saved me, and, and he keeps it. No, he returns us back to the tree, and, and and from there, he says, here, I'll give you another chance to trust me, to truly trust me, and then that's up to us at that point, okay? Uh, for anyone that's listening, I believe you're listening for a reason, and you are a believer, and that's beautiful, okay? So we are in the arms of a very good, good, beautiful God, and everything that was created, okay, everything that was created, the heavenly things like time, okay, faith, hope, and love, healing, forgiveness, all these things are heavenly things, things that you really can't see, that is creation, and there's man-made creation from God, and that's very beautiful, those are good things, but the perfect things you cannot see, and God wants us to, you know, consent to these heavenly things and let them serve us, this is what Jesus did for us, he served us, he is the physical image of God, and Everything he did was so that we can have this perfect union with God, all right? And when we do, when we listen to these things, when we submit to these things, when we we let our guards down, when we check our egos at the door and have this willingness to be wrong, willingness to be whatever our insecurities say that we can't do, we have life and more abundantly and all these faithful promises come into our lives, okay? It's beautiful. We will be challenged, yes, absolutely, because we live in a world that tells us the complete opposite of what Jesus has done for us, all right? So that's why it takes hearing and hearing. Get inside that Bible, all right? Something I do is I put my Bible right on my bed. So right before I go to bed, I lay on top of my Bible, so I have to read it, and every time I wake up, it's, like, right next to my face, so I read it again, okay? Put your Bible on your bed. All right. And I do that with a lot of other things. I do it with my guitar, blah, blah, blah. All right. I love you guys. Let time serve you. More importantly, let Jesus serve you. I know that's hard for us to understand, but we do not move God. God moves us. And the way he moves us is by gift love. Something C.S. Lewis talks about. Gift love inspires. We give gifts to inspire people within their calling. That is a beautiful gift. And that's what Jesus does for us. He gives us gifts to inspire us, to move us. And okay, yeah, all right. Don't want to, don't want want to. Okay, I love you guys. Be bold, be blessed. Thank you for listening.